0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Molly Movie Club. I'm Casey Muratori.
1: And I'm Anna Retberg.
0: And welcome to a special spooky edition of Molly Movie Club all this month because it is the month of Halloween. We are doing spooky movies that are also comedies.
1: It's horror comedies, was Hor- the, the. Yeah. The, although, you know, our first movie here, I'm not sure I would call horror, but, you know. I guess it's it's spooky.
0: Well, this was suggested by the movie club.
1: It and was. So
0: horror comedies was kind of their, their it's a mashup category, basically. That's right. It's not just horror. It's not just comedy. It's horror comedy. And I would say Gremlins does probably fall into that category. It's the kids, it's the T for teen version of horror comedy, certainly yeah. cuz the the comedy is not very funny and the horror isn't very horrifying <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of the <laughs> it's, it's
1: the, <laughs> you know what it honestly it, you know what it feels more like to me is it's like if you took like a wholesome 80s movie and and made it a little edgier
0: which is why i say you know it, it, it's it's for kids, but yeah. it is horror comedy. I would say it's, it fits the genre well enough that I don't think it was misplaced in this theme.
1: This was actually the first time that I've seen this movie. I, it's one of those ones that just like slipped through the cracks for me, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. never saw. But I can imagine that if you watched this when you were 10 or 12, uh, I think it would probably feel pretty intense.
0: No, it didn't, because okay. uh, I believe I watched it <laughs> uh, in the theater myself.
1: And it was just goofy? Uh, it, just...
0: It, is, it is as unscary as it is when we watched it just now. Okay, maybe 10 uh, or
1: 12 is too ambitious. Maybe 7 or 8.
0: I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's ever scary, uh, really. I think they kind of intentionally make it so that you're not really all that scared. You're kind of more laughing at the funny creatures that are doing stuff. Yeah, because I mean, that, a... is I, uh, that is how I took it as a child. It, it was So for a little bit of background here, I guess I'll say uh, I watched this movie as a kid as the intended audience. I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. Yeah. I didn't remember anything about the movie mm-hmm. at all. I remembered the the three rules, basically, mm-hmm. of the Gremlins is about all I remember, right, from it. And so going into watching it again, I really didn't know. I was like, I don't remember anything about this movie. And watching it again, I'm like, oh, that's why I don't remember anything about this movie. <laughs> it's because nothing happens in this movie. It's it's funny um, we
1: watch this right after... Uh, john carpenter's escape from new york because yeah. it it's just like man nothing happens
0: it's it's rough and so i think you know my recollection of this movie is it's not a movie you have to bother watching i didn't remember it being interesting right i there are lots of movies from sort of the 80s that i think are great and we've talked about a lot of them um and you know this is just not one of them and so rewatching it again i was like yep i my recollection of how good this movie was as a child as opposed to as a full disclosure to the movie club, uh because Anna was not alive in the eighties, actually, <laughs> uh she told me the first movie we were watching was goonies Oh no,
1: no, I and, just got the the g the G <laughs> yes. named movies from the eighties confused
0: now goonies, I was like, uh for a horror comedy, I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of a comedy. It's definitely not horror, so I'm like, (laughs) what is going on? How did the movie get picked again? Come to find out it was Gremlins, (laughs) which makes a lot more sense. But what I will say is Goonies, for example, is a movie that I remember being great as a child, but that I imagine that if we watched it today, it would be really bad. Gremlins wasn't this. Gremlins was a movie that was lousy when I saw it as a child.
1: I mean, I'm imagining there's actually quite a few people your age- our age, whatever, who have like a nostalgia feeling for this movie. I'm assuming that exists. Uh, it because, might. I don't because know. Because I'm guessing there's people who saw this as as a kid and they they really liked it. But for me, watching it for the first time now as an adult, um, it's it doesn't really have much to offer. Uh, I think the only thing that I actually really enjoyed about it was the puppets. I thought they were really cool,
0: which I think is mostly. I, I actually don't think. So you were saying there are probably people who watched it. I, I my recollection of the time too is that nobody really cared about this movie except for the puppet. Like and, yeah. literally, it was just like, oh, the puppets were cool. No one cared about the movie. It wasn't, you know. Star Wars or something like that is a movie where it has both things. Like people cared about the movie, and it's got the puppets or whatever, yeah. and the you know and the ships and special effects were interesting. This is a movie where like it was just the puppets, and no one cared about but the movie. The puppets, no one could probably even remember the name of the main character.
1: But the puppets were awesome. They're like, really they, cool. They were consistently yes, they great. They were always doing new cool things. Yeah. Um, like practically, and that is such a satisfying thing when it's done well. And this movie really did it well. Um, it felt. It felt like they were just there and there weren't there weren't a lot of like obvious tricks where it's like, oh, you can't see their bottom half or whatever. Like, like it was really well done. And um, so I think that part of it was obviously great. And I think that's the, the reason that movie has any lasting power. I mean, it's still famous. Like, I've heard of Gremlins. Like, you know, it's a famous movie. Yeah. And it's obvious that that's the reason why.
0: Absolutely. It's famous because of the title is Gremlins and it's the gremlins that anyone ever remembered and no one cares about the kid or his girlfriend or his friend or his dad or anything that happens to him in fact. As a as an actual film it's just a complete mess and there's a lot of problems with it. It's it's kind of one of those things where if you So we talk a lot about how like screenwriting was a lot better in the 80s and you know that's not to say that a bunch of 80 movies don't have lousy scripts. Well,
1: yes, not to say right? that every movie from the 80s was great.
0: Right. This is an example of a lousy script. And what's kind of interesting about it is it has the, the ways in which scripts were bad in the 80s when they were bad is very different from the way that screenplays are bad when they're bad today. Yeah. Right? No, I,
1: I think like this movie, it's, I would say it's like fairly coherent, although there's definitely a a big chunk in the middle where it's unclear what anybody's sort of, like, yeah, motivation yeah. or – I hate to use the word motivation because right. it's that clichéd word. But, like, it's yeah. kind of unclear what anyone's goal is and uh, and what anyone's plan is.
0: Well, um, I would say it's it's a more – I mean, if you just look at kind of the way that things fall apart in this particular film – it's really interesting because, like I said, it's very different from how things fall apart today. You look at a movie today and usually like nobody even knows stuff to do stuff like, hey, maybe we should meet the characters before they're killed or stuff like that. Right. Like that. We've crossed this bridge of like we're supposed to be sad when a character dies in the opening scene. And you're just yeah. like, wait, wait, no one knows who that is. So what's interesting is like this movie is still trying to do all of the things that I think were considered de for a big Uh, Hollywood film at that time they were like we should get to know the town we should know some of the people in the town we should have some personality to the characters
1: well it does stuff stuff like it introduces the sword at the beginning and he uses it later or like one of the moments I think of the most for like it trying and sort of failing to ever make it work is like how they have gizmo like watching like an old movie with um clark gable in it and then at the end when he's like driving the car through he like quotes the film as though he's like trying to like supposed to be some heroic moment where he like watched the film and got the thing but but it never connects like it doesn't actually work in any way like
0: yes this movie is basically 100% that right it's it's somebody knows all of the things that are supposed to happen in an '80s movie for a good '80s movie, you know, like your Terminator, your that that sort of a movie. They know all the things that are supposed to happen in in a movie, and they put them all in, but none of them connect. And you can see this in so many different places, right? So, you've got this idea of well, all right, there's this kid. And there's like, there's this antagonism between him and this lady who wants to kill his dog. And nobody likes this lady because she works at the bank and, you know, denies people their loans or whatever. She's like a, a miser, like a Scrooge character, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, this, this movie almost would have fit better in Christmas month than October. Uh,
0: it might October, have. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got this, this other kid there who's sort of like antagonizing Billy, who's like this more up and coming guy. He disappears. He by disappears. You know, Judge yeah. Reinhold uh by the way, again, another famous actor at the time um yeah, he, you know beverly hills cop he was a, a the sidekick eddie Murphy's sidekick at beverly hills cop uh too very famously uh et cetera et cetera but anyway, you get all these pieces him and and the the girl right who works at the 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 bank at the same time and also at the bar uh we we have all of these things right, and none of it lines <laughs> up with anything ever again yeah. it's like Normally when you're looking at this sort of stuff you're looking at like a a you know you're looking at a story like this and what you're trying to do is have more material that's going to carry through in the story right you, you don't want to spend a bunch of time getting to know meaningless things about this town that you never need to know again, right? I mean, there are types of stories where you might be just trying to tell a slice of life thing, or we're just trying to get some feeling about the life in this town. You can do something like that. This is not that kind of a movie. Yeah, I mean,
1: this movie is very um, clearly trying to do something.
0: It's trying to be more of a standard Hollywood blockbuster kind of a picture where we get some kind of a streamlined story. Uh, It's not ambiguous. Right. It's not supposed to be getting at some deeper human truth or anything like that. It's just a basic story that they're trying to tell. And it just every single time it just misfires. It's like, first of all, we are supposed to have like the 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 guy and the girl are supposed to maybe have some problem getting together. Like they're not, it's not clicking for them. And so the reason why we go through this very stressful gremlins thing is because they find out that they really like each other and that's very satisfying after a second. It's like, nope, they, they, the date works out ahead of time, right? It's all, <laughs> even the part about the Christmas thing where she's like, I hate Christmas. You think, oh, he blows it here. Like he's trying to ask her out. He says something stupid about Christmas and now she doesn't want to talk to him right but nope where it's solved she's just like ah don't worry about it never mind and then we we move on only to find out later that like there's this story about her her father getting like stuck in a chimney it's almost hard to keep a straight face watching this yeah. cuz you're imagining like this dude like thinking he can go down a chimney somehow and like actually like I don't know how he was getting down with a rope, maybe. I mean, you can't just know. jump down the chimney. Maybe he's going down Grinch style, right? Uh, and it's just, it's a funny image in your head. I and mean, I'm sorry, I apologize to anyone whose father actually died trying to go down the chimney like this, but it's just like in my head when I first start constructing it, it sounds ridiculous. But I mean, I think it's right?
1: supposed to, but it's like totally um, just all over the place and weird.
0: But it, but that scene is played for straight. It's
1: playing, so I mean, right? it's like, it's playing it uh, serious. And
0: you're like, I wasn't prepared for the serious father got killed on Christmas in a way that's kind of silly if you aren't like actually in a serious mood, which we're not because there's like gremlins dancing all over the place outside. We don't even know why we went to that point in the story. We're inside a bank for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like it it just, it's just a mess. And it seems like everything in the movie is this way. The father's an inventor. There's no reason for that. We have things like,
1: I thought I was like, Oh, this is cool. The way they're gonna end up killing these gremlins is like with all the fathers, like fa- messed yeah, up. In right. benches, and it happens like once. Barely. Um, and, well, to be honest though, I actually really like, there's like two scenes that I actually thought I really liked mm. with the gremlins. Okay. One is like the first scene with the science teacher guy, mm-hmm. where it, it, like, that's actually the closest the movie gets to like horror.
0: It's a little more suspenseful. It's actually yeah.
1: suspenseful because at this point you haven't seen one. You don't know what they are. You don't know... Like, you know, I, I, at this point in the movie, I don't know how far this, this movie's going to go in terms of violence and and right. like, that horror element. Like, I, I'm imagining it could go pretend, potentially pretty far. Right. It doesn't. But, you know, at that point you don't know. But it could have. yeah. Um, the other scene I also really like is... I love the scene with the mom where she goes downstairs
0: yeah.
1: and you sort of expect that she would just run away screaming or something, but she becomes this, like, badass defender of the house thing and is, like, super efficient at killing these things, and I loved that. I thought that was absolutely fantastic, and she's super clever with the way she kills them, and I just... It came out of nowhere, but, like, in a good way for me.
0: I agree. That's one of the only satisfying... uh, uh, The mom is a fairly satisfying character, I think, because... There's no weird setup with the mom that yeah. doesn't pay off. Most of the characters, there's, like, weird setup stuff that never pays off, right? Um, there's no weird setup stuff. She's just the mom.
1: Well, and, that, and because and, of that, you make assumptions about who she is. Like, she's kind yeah. of this character who's just a stay-at-home mom, who's always cooking in the kitchen, yep. who's always just kind of there uh, for other people.
0: And then it's like they the gremlins mess with her kitchen and she's just going to brutally kill them like brutally and she's enjoying it yeah she's like i'm gonna kill these things yeah she picks up
1: the knife and she's like i'm going she
0: microwaves the thing she blends one to death right and and it's very satisfying it's so
1: it's such a great scene and i think i i was like expecting or hoping for more of that with the gremlins yeah um like I was hoping that there were. I was kind of assuming there would be some thing with the father's inventions where it's like, oh, this turns out th- to be the way that we sort of like defeat these. And it was in that scene, um, but it was just like, then what's th- like? There's all this stuff with yeah, the father inventor guy um, that doesn't yeah. really end up amounting to anything other than like a quirky character.
0: Well, and if I may, if you pull out to the meta idea like behind this movie it's it's the the same it's the same pattern like everything in this movie was like some ideas that nobody bothered to actually figure out they're just like I don't know there's an idea and then I forgot about it so you know the textbook definition of of gremlin in this case is something that's like a bug in the machine right like that's just like it's it's busted we don't know why it's a bug right uh and so there's all this context about that. The father's an inventor, his machines don't work, right? That's like what that is. There's the uh guy who's constantly like complaining oh the foreign all the foreign cars and the foreign this and the foreign that. They don't work. They've got gremlins in them, right? blah blah blah. All of this stuff, none of it matters, yeah. right? The gremlins themselves ...are not really that dangerous when they're just playing with things. They tried to make that happen a couple times where they, like, change the traffic lights or something. But most of the time, the, they're, like, actively just evil, like, little Chucky. Like, they're like a little dolls that try to kill you, you know? We
1: don't really see a lot of the negative impacts of the gremlins. Like, for the yes. bulk of the movie... So I say, I think the first part, when there's just a few of them, it's actually all right because they're they're doing these dark things, yeah, messing with individual people, and we're seeing those yeah. scenes. Once there's like a whole army of gremlins, they just like hang out at a pub and like beca- become like drunk people, basically, and then they go to a movie theater and like trash it, and like it's like okay, you know, I guess that they're all you know, these troublemakers or whatever, but they're not. Like, they, they lose that sort of sinister edge that they had in the first couple of scenes.
0: And any mystery. Like, that's, sort of the, that's why I say the idea doesn't really work out, because if you're talking about gremlins and the machine, they should be doing things that are much harder. You, you wouldn't see them as often. They're creating little traps for you or problems for you, and it takes a while before you discover them, right? Whereas here, they're just out in the open. They're partying. <laughs> they're doing all this stuff. So, again not that there's anything wrong with that that's clearly what they wanted to do with this movie but then the gremlins part doesn't work like that that trapping as a like way of describing this doesn't work because these are just these are just regular demons they're not gremlins right yeah, they're just, right? Little, they're just little, demons they're like little demons they're yeah. just little demons because i'm just
1: imagining a thing where it could be like okay you have this dad character introduced at the beginning who's a failed inventor and he's always trying to sell us stuff and it never yeah. works and it's like you could imagine sort of like he's not even present for the later half of this movie. No. He just shows up randomly at the end. You could imagine a thing where like he invents some something that h- ends up defeating these gremlins because he's such a bad like inventor that it somehow defeats them because it's already messed up.
0: Where you all you go the other way with it and you embrace the idea of Gremlin, which is to say he invents something that actually becomes very popular, but it has this thing in it that becomes evil that's that's what an actual gremlin is in reality it's like you built this machine it doesn't really work and it ruins people's lives because these things are so unreliable right and you're you're like personifying that or something there's many ways you could imagine tying these things together but they just never do
1: it's funny that you mentioned that too because it's something i never even thought about while watching the movie but you're right it's like connected to machinery like a lot especially in the early stuff where it's like yes it's the blender. It's the microwave. It's the the tractor. It's the old lady. Yeah, the, uh, the chair that helps her go down yeah. the stairs. Right. It's like those scenes are better. Like the scenes where it is yes. like, I think it's partly because it's more co- more coherent in terms of like this is the idea we're exploring. But I think it's also better because it's like one on one, seeing the way that this impacts a person.
0: When the tractor goes after the guy, it's like a personification of that, right? Uh, and so you know. That would have been a movie that was that would have been coherent. But most of the movie, they just it seems like they just got interested in like, look, let's just make a crap ton of little funny gremlins. that's that's the actual movie. we We don't have the thematic thing. It doesn't matter. And so, as a result, that thematic element, It's just confusing. It just further confuses your story because it doesn't actually enrich it. It just adds cruft that doesn't actually work. And that's, again, most of what's happening in this movie is exactly that cruft. Why do we even have this dad character? Why is he away on vacation the entire time? Why does he return and show up at the department store, right at the end, he doesn't even know what's going on. What's happening, we right? It's have ridiculous. This
1: dog. We have this dog at the start Why of the, the movie dog and there? then the dog disappears like with the dad because yep. it's like we couldn't figure out what to do with these characters, so we just made them go away.
0: It's so weird. It's am- and yeah. and it's just like and the gremlins like did this bad thing to the dog and the kid misattributes it to the to that lady for no reason. That, that none of that stuff pays off. And so you're just like, look again sometimes the way you're making something is you know if you're talking about a different kind of a of a of a a work of art right a different type of of piece then the things aren't perfectly tied together and they don't line up like that they're designed to be things that give you a diffuse idea that reinforces itself in a sort of amorphous way this is so far from that kind of film that like no you can't in this kind of a movie, you can't just be having random stuff happen all the time because it's boring. It's not its not reinforcing some artistic idea. It's not opening up more mental avenues for the viewer. It's just, you're just like, what the hell was that? Like, that was just stupid. Why is that in here, right? So there's just a lot of that that, that isn't played. It, it doesn't go down some kind of deeper, richer alley intellectually. It's just cruft. It's just cruft. And it feels like, you know, you took a bunch of ideas and you didn't work them together. You you know, you you just kind of like you took the big glob of Play-Doh and you just smacked it down on the table and said, I'm done. Right? You never formed it in anything. It, it,
1: I wonder what the production for this movie was like. Like, it feels a bit rushed or something. Like, it was like, all right, make it. Like, I don't know.
0: I mean, maybe, but it would have taken effects... a tremendous amount of time to do all these shots. But maybe well, the it, script was rushed. Yeah, right? maybe, I, I just I don't, don't know.
1: know. I mean, so it was written by Chris Columbus, who yeah I believe wrote Alone. no, he didn't write home Alone. that was written by um
0: didn't he directed home he Alone. directed
1: it, but he didn't write it, but I mean, I feel like he's got a decent track record for movies from that era
0: is yeah, he's you he's know one of
1: those guys he's
0: here and there but, um but yeah,
1: it was just it, it was it was almost it was almost like uh, hilarious the way in which it is weird it missed the mark I don't know it was weird
0: i uh, I would point out like even basic stuff in this movie doesn't work at all like you know the the first time that we see the evil gremlins in billy's house like the part you're talking about with the mom Mm -hmm. so the first time we really interact with them is billy's mom is upstairs and the record player comes on Mm -hmm. right now a record player is an incredibly delicate difficult to work device you would have to take a record out of a sleeve, open up a pl- the the glass cover, put the record on, put the needle on, turn it on, and close it. Right? I mean, it's pretty intricate. Now, I'm okay with the idea that Gremlins would have started a record player, because again, that's sort of in keeping with if this movie had gone a different route, I'm happy that you're going the mechanical thing, like they're starting up stuff randomly. That's on theme, right? Well,
1: it's like, yeah, uh, the record player starts playing when it's not supposed to. When it's not supposed
0: to, to, right? (laughs) So I like, you know, someone in the screenplay was maybe still thinking at that point about what this might have been about in some alternate path that it took, right? But we go downstairs and we see the record player immediately. Like she walks right down. So we know what the situation was with the record player when the gremlins were on it. Right. It is in 100% bright, glaringly bright sunlight. So somehow these gremlins, which even a small amount of sunlight completely kills one at the end. It's like it's, it's uh, dawn. It's not even noon. Right. And it just destroys this gremlin one shaft of it. Yet somehow a gremlin was standing here doing all this stuff with a record player and is totally fine, right? Then moments later, she's in the other room and we see a shot through a doorway of a bright, stark, dark shadow of a gremlin. What's casting the shadow? They can't be in bright light. So you're just like, you didn't, when you wrote down... Like the the shadow of the gremlin in the sunlight is against the wall. You should have been like, oh crap. Like scrap this whole scene, guys. This can't happen. Well I was right? also
1: wondering about that you're like, like what there, I was wondering about that too, that like there's obviously a pivotal scene where they're in this movie theater playing a movie and I'm like, they hate not just sunlight, but apparently bright light. Yeah. They always have to turn the lights down in a yeah. room. And you're like, a movie screen is super, super bright. bright.
0: And we see their shadows yeah. against the screen when they're running after the people. They should be like, ah, no, it burns my back. Right? Well, I actually um, thought, I was like,
1: oh, cool. So the way yeah. they're going to kill all these gremlins is they're going to show like a super bright light and, sh- and all the gremlins are- Or get a mirror go-
0: up there and start, um, yeah, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, maybe they're yeah. going to figure
1: out a way to like yeah. get the sunlight in and shine. I, like, yeah. I, that's what I was thinking they were going to do.
0: But it, but it just doesn't work and- because it's one of those things where you're just like, sunlight actually doesn't harm gremlins. What harms gremlins is the screenplay. Right? <laughs> if somebody writes down that the gremlin dies in the sunlight in this scene, then he does. And if the gremlin and if and if in another scene they don't want him to, they don't. And that's it. That's all they've got, right? It's it's really annoying and it wasn't like you had that many things to worry about. It's like one or two things. It's water and sunlight, right? Yeah. I mean, eating after midnight is not a thing. I also don't know when can you start eating because it's always after midnight. Yeah. After midnight is all the time, and like this respects right? time
1: zones, I guess. Too. So
0: which midnight and how long is it? Like six a.m. is okay. I don't know. I don't. Like, know. I mean, uh, for whatever. Me it's like
1: okay. If that's almost like a fairy tale or something. Uh, who knows? Um, you know. I think the the fact that people to this day, like for for example, I had never seen Gremlins until this, but I had actually heard the rules of the Gremlins right. before, and like so, like I think the Gremlins and that sort of idea around them is the thing that kind of did seep into pop culture a little bit.
0: And it's a fun idea. Exactly. Yeah. It's a
1: fun idea. It's, those are fun rules. Yes. And I think the movie does an okay job of, like, beginning to set up stuff. But much like Escape from New York, which we watched last week, you know, these, these maybe clever ideas or interesting ideas that it sets up never end up amounting to anything. And I feel like that's just it's a real letdown.
0: Well, I would add, though, that Escape from New York is a little bit different. So Escape from New York's setup is actually good. Like,
1: well, it's, more, it's, it's, yeah.
0: it's hokey. I mean, it's a hokey movie throughout, for the most part. But it's like, it's good. It's like, oh, my God, there's New York is a prison compound, and the president is in a plane and has to bail out it with a top-secret briefcase. in it's like... Yes, the actual movie, Escape from New York, wasn't very good, but that premise was great. And the setup part, you're like, I'm ready for an exciting film now. Like, I could believe this was going to be great. In this movie, it's like the setup is like 30 minutes and it's terrible. It's not good. Yes, one brief part of that, which is there this gremlin with three rules. Yes, that just that little part is a smart idea or an interesting idea anyway. But the rest of it's awful. Like,
1: yeah, I mean,
0: true. really awful. Like you, I don't know why we're at the Christmas tree farm. I don't know why the little kids in the Christmas tree outfit. We never really even see that kid again. He's there for like five seconds just to spill water on this thing accidentally. And, and then to to snip a, a, a power cord with a with a scissor. You know what? What's going on? Those two guys, we don't really know who they are and we don't care. Um, most of the stuff, we just don't care. It doesn't make any sense why this stuff is at the beginning of the movie. And so you're watching all of this and it's really boring to watch. They're not, they're not interesting intro scenes. Like the escape from New York scene is interesting. That startup, right? these scenes are not interesting so you're like well maybe they pay off later and none of them do so you're forcing the viewer to watch literally 30 minutes of uninteresting footage that doesn't need to be in the movie you could have just cut it and no one would care right it doesn't it doesn't come back yeah i mean I, don't, play, right? I feel like
1: there's a few scenes at the beginning i think because at that point you don't know that they're not going to pay off where it's like like when the old lady when the lady is walking down the street with the snowman head in her hands and the music is all like hokey and weird and yeah. like at that point i'm kind of into it i'm like this is funny like i, I this image is funny this feeling is funny like i'm curious where this is going to lead yeah and then she goes and has a conversation with him that's like nonsensical basically yeah. but like there there kept being moments where i like i thought what was being introduced was gonna matter and then you you start realizing that no- nothing matters. And it just keeps it's weird. It's meandering. It, it feels like you're just waiting and waiting for things to start happening. Like, yes. And then once they do, it's, t- for the most part, just still very boring.
0: Well, and there's so many weird things that are going on that, like, are hard to piece together. So, like, for example, that thing, like, all of those things you just mentioned are good examples of things where I'm just like, what's going on yeah. with who wrote this movie? She's walking in with the head of the snowman. We've never seen yes. the snowman. We didn't see the I was dog. Like, I was
1: almost wondering, like, was that a scene they cut they or cut something? cut or something? Because it's like, wouldn't you want to establish, like, right off the bat, wouldn't that be the first yes. thing you want to see is the dog and him accidentally yeah. crashing into the and snowman. And then he's stressed
0: out about it. He's like, oh, God, she's going to kill it, what, me. Honestly, yeah.
1: what it makes me wonder is it's like we start with this, him and the car that won't start, and it makes you wonder, like, did he accidentally, like, the car have a problem and then, like, crash into the snowman or... Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: But then then we, we keep on that train. It's like, I don't even know. I mean, this is not a complicated movie. No. But I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I need to go watch it again and listen really carefully to what people are saying just to figure out what the hell is going on. Like, there's that part where... uh she, they're signing the petition. She's like, we got to keep the blah open or whatever, right? Which I guess is the same bar that she's working at after? Maybe?
1: But it, almost, uh, I think, but it looked like there were two different bars. Like there was like the Irish pub or whatever and then there was like this shady like pool bar so, where the gremlins go. So I'm like... So oh.
0: I don't know. But then also, there's like the lady out front who's like, we're behind on our on our pay- payments for the loan or, or oh, like...
1: Oh, yeah. what What is that lady I don't about? know who
0: she was. She's just there to like prove that this lady's evil, I guess. But then it's like, I didn't know was... Because then the, the waitress makes a, some statement about like, I'm just kind of working for free to keep help keep the bar open or whatever. I'm like, oh, is it... Is it like that family's bar? Who's talking to the lady or something? Or I, I have no, no idea. Well, there's a, like, there's I'm a, so confused. No, there's,
1: well, there's a there's a moment when the guy who owns the bar walks by and he's yeah. like, "A round of drinks for the people at the pool table on the house." Yeah. So you, you're meant to think that he just doesn't make money because he gives away drinks, but like, but
0: is he is is he somehow related to any of these other characters? Like, is he I don't the know. Husband
1: of the lady? I assume and, not
0: because like, they said got a different job. So I assumed not. But then I was like, well, we never actually find out why. She's working there that way. We don't establish that she's doing a nice thing. For is that is that her father or something who runs the bar? I have no idea. And again, these are things that...
1: Well, it can't be her father because he's dead.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Uh, so I guess I don't know who it is. So I'm just really confused all the time. I'm just like, this is not a movie that should be confusing me, <laughs> right? Like, I shouldn't be having to spend this kind of mental energy to figure what the hell is going on. This is gremlins, right? This is not supposed to be some, you know, hugely complex, intricate story. This isn't primer, right? I'm not yeah. supposed to be scratching my head going I mean, like, wait, what? Who is that? Crap. I must have missed a line of dialogue, which is what I was feeling the whole time.
1: I feel like they should have focused more on Gizmo because
0: he's hardly in it.
1: You have this like adorable little guy you can sell tons of toys of. He's also just an and amazing they do. and um, he's an amazing puppet. He's so good to watch. He's he's adorable and it feels like, you know, you, for a lot of the movie you don't even know like is he a bad guy too? Like right. um like I think you know they needed to focus more on Billy and his relationship and have him be more central to the story it's almost like they were trying to do the et thing of like although i don't know when did et come out maybe after this
0: no no
1: this was 82 i
0: I don't think this is isn't et like same same year same year i want to say
1: same year so it's like yeah it's almost like wanting to do that same et sort of thing where you've got like this boy and this like little creature who befriend each other and like go through this adventure and then have to say goodbye at the end. And it's just like, it totally misses the mark. Yeah, on Nobody that.
0: cares about any of that. But in they Gremlins, could have, right? Cause you've got, they this, could have.
1: you have this adorable little creature and like, they've done all the right work of like, you know, they're case carrying him around in the backpack and she's like cradling him in the scarf. And like, he's yeah. all this really cute stuff. He's like, you know, when he gets t- tossed down, down the, the laundry chute and he's, you know, he's covered in laundry. Like, He's adorable, and you do. They did all this, this stuff where it was just like, make him a character, <laughs> like give him, they, yeah, you know, give him more than like, oh, he watches TV now. Like that was his big arc. It's like he watches TV, was able to drive this little remote control car yeah. and save the day, and then when the Chinese guy comes and takes him at the end, he's like, you let him watch TV. It's like that's yeah. his arc.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's a good point to bring up related to ET, right? It's because ET has agency right he's like i am stranded i need to get home there's a there's a thing like i have something i'm trying to do i have wants and desires i'm an actual character right gizmo is just a thing that sings occasionally there's no—it's unclear what he does or doesn't want. Does he miss uh, wherever—he gets bought in some, like, Chinatown kind of place somewhere? Yeah, it's unclear the, right? even does he, the... does he miss there? Yeah. Was he captive? Uh, is Are there a race of his people somewhere else that exists and he was captured? Is he bitter about that? I mean, there's so many things you could imagine I mean, there being a backstory to Gizmo. None of it. You don't get any of this. You don't have any idea what Gizmo's even— might want is he just happy as a pet is just like a dog it's like i like it here i i I don't know
1: i mean like at the i was literally wondering this at the end because you know he's just had this bonding experience with billy where they're like going on this adventure together he's like living a pretty good life he's like sitting on the bed watching movies and and having a good time and at the end this chinese guy comes back and is like all right get in the box yeah we're gonna go back in the 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 dark dark basement and and gizmo's just like okay buy Billy and you're just like what? and where's my
0: $200 he gave him $200 and now we don't have the gizmo we're out $200 no
1: he gave the, the Chinese guy gave him the $200 back oh he did yeah he threw it on the couch
0: oh I missed that
1: he comes in and he's, he just throws the cash on the couch
0: okay so he's like I'm disgusted at this this attempt to buy my gizmo
1: anyway it's just like it's so weird because even though they've been through some bad stuff it's like it seems like gizmo's life is better living with Billy and that now Billy appreciates like, I mean, you could have even had of an analogy for like a kid learning how to like be responsible and take care of a pet properly or something. Right.
0: Right. Or a baby. Right. You could imagine this being some kind of a a metaphor for like being ready to be a father or 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 something like that. Right. And and whatever, anything oh,
1: coming of age, like responsibility, you know, it's like, here's a, this is a teen and he's, he's never, where he's supposed to be. I mean, we even have a little bit of that at the beginning where he's like, always late for work and this and that. And it's just like, you know, a story about a character learning to take care of the things in his life and the things under his care and, and be responsible.
0: Well, also I didn't like the attitude from the guy who sold it to him when he comes back, because I mean, presumably we're meant to believe he didn't sell it to him. It's just the kid who was irresponsible. Right. Yeah. Why is he blaming these people? He should be blaming his kid. (laughs) What are the, the, you know, if you're going to give somebody a thing that can destroy like an entire town, if you don't do something right with it, you need to say more than don't feed it after midnight. That's not a sufficient warning, right? Like that's like, if someone, if you're like, Oh yeah, you can hang out down here. Just don't push that button. And it turns out like this is a nuclear missile silo. And if you push the button, you destroy the whole world. Don't push that button is not sufficient instruction. You have to say, don't push the button, or it will be World War III. That's a very important piece of context. Otherwise, it just sounds like orgisma will get indigestion, right? <laughs> These are like a human being doesn't assume that if you say never ever feed them after midnight, that that means or it will kill everyone, right? So it just doesn't make any sense that you'd be mad. You'd be like, yeah, my idiot kid gave it to you without telling you that you could destroy your whole town. Sorry about that. I lashed him after, right? <laughs> like, you know, right? I mean, it, it's that's what you would expect. I don't know why he had no right to be mad at these people at all, in my opinion. I am glad he gave the two hundred dollars away. I missed that. Yeah, I didn't he see did. I didn't see what he did there. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, so okay. He, he, he threw he, it down he, on the on the table.
1: On the couch. Uh, okay. I think it was the couch. That's good. Anyway. We could just keep going, but I think you get the point. Yeah. Um there's other than I would say a few okay scenes, like the mom scene and maybe the first scene where the gremlins sort of reveal themselves and, and come out of their like cocoons. Yeah. That and just the general uh effects with the gremlins, the puppets and the goo and the, the, the tactile the really like tactile right. way that they, they created these gremlins. Uh super, super well done. Uh, like, just fantastic. Some of the best puppets, from, especially from that era where there was a lot of that going on. I would say even among all of that, th- these stand out as being, like, really, really good.
0: I would say uh, on the comedy front, since we're talking about horror comedy or whatever, there really wasn't anything funny in the movie. However, I did think they did one good comedy gag. Okay. And that was the cut so there was a cu- there's a really good cut. Where basically they show the lady get in the fast chair and it zooms up to the top and they just cut hold for a second and then she just <laughs> flies out yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah. That was like really good comedy. Like yeah. I was like that's actual good comedy directing, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Mostly there really wasn't anything else funny in this movie. It was just like haha there's some gremlin puppets, which is maybe entertaining it's not really funny they're not funny they're They're not really funny i mean Um, i
1: think they're impressive yeah i actually spend a lot of time being like i'm enjoying looking at these because they're interesting to look at Well, they were Um,
0: trying to play them for comedy, though. Like, there's a whole scene at the bar where one of them's doing flash dance and another one's doing, like, a, a, you know, they're at a poker match and they get mad at each other. That was supposed to be funny. It's not funny. It's just, like, there's some puppets. I don't know.
1: It's it's Uh, entertaining in that it's fun to look at these puppets, but for no other reason. Exactly.
0: So, So, you know, as a comedy, it kind of just totally failed uh as no, a yeah. as a drama i mean the dramatic elements of it totally failed the, the puppets characters, work.
1: the characters suck the like, characters are awful they're they're super forgettable and uninteresting except for gizmo like gizmo's great and he just gets
0: underutilized he gets nothing yeah
1: which is so weird because he's they must have known he would be the best that he would be the the best thing about this movie the thing that would sell toys and, and that people would latch onto, And it was just, like, weird what they chose to do with him. So, I don't know.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. And, of course, then also, like I said, add to the fact that I felt like I needed, like, repeated watchings of this thing to figure out who the hell everyone was and where they were, right? Like, I... I wasn't going into this expecting to have to super concentrate on all the dialogue, but I constantly felt like I was missing stuff all the time. And I probably was like, because I think there were just lots of little things you were supposed to know. Like some guy said something and or remember who that guy was from earlier. something, And I just it, it was so bad at like contextualizing those things that I feel like I need to rewatch it to actually figure out what the hell all the individual people necessarily but were but it's not worth but it, it's not worth it's it not right worth it's it. like it's not a good enough movie for me to bother so coming away confused from gremlins feels ridiculous to me <laughs> but that's what happened yeah so i mean so,
1: general consensus on gremlins is great puppets not much else
0: yep i would say that's that's basically all there is to it
1: so is that it for gremlins
0: I think that is it for Gremlins. I mean, there's we could. I guess one other thing we should mention is that the ending sequence is like probably the worst. Like, it's so annoying.
1: Were the guys walking down the street?
0: No, there's like so so like there's this whole thing of like Billy picks up a baseball bat for some reason.
1: Oh, you mean the ending, like the final like action scene? Oh, and, it, and they're walking
0: through this like department store, right? And it's just absurd. Like they were they were really trying to grasp for straws about how we could plausibly they be had, like, worried. They had no ideas. They had no ideas. Like somehow this, the gremlin is like firing baseballs from a baseball uh, gun thing, right? Now, meanwhile, we're in the middle of a thing where all of the electricity is off. at At the breaker box, as we find out, but somehow like the baseball machine's still running and like...
1: Well, she's going through and like turning stuff back on, trying I, to get I, the lights on.
0: Not at that point, because the lights are all off uh so i don't know what's going on there it doesn't really much matter because we see the lights come on at that uh, and the baseball machine's been going for a while right and then it's like he's got a little dart gun and like this is like a incredibly impaling shot to to poor billy like this little tiny dart that hits him in the arm that's like uh uh, how is he ever going to come back from it right
1: well then he brings out the chainsaw and a real gun
0: he's got a chainsaw and a real gun Meanwhile, all the while, it just looks so ridiculous because you're, like, this gremlin is so small that you're just, like, literally, like, you could just... It'd be like if a cat was trying to attack you with a chainsaw. Like just the slightest push from you, and it would just go flying. It's not like a human, right? So it just looks so silly. You're like, how is he even holding this chainsaw? It's heavier than him, right? The gun's recoil would probably blow him back a little bit, right? It'd break off his little gremlin arm. So it just it, it just looks so hokey, and they had no ideas for like anything.
1: I think that for me, the bigger thing is just how boring it was. Well,
0: that that was part of that is like so they just all of those things were. A human would be doing And so they're not Interesting either Because you're like That's what a human Would do I mean I think right? This is
1: why the scene The first scene In the bio Room yeah. With the gremlin Is great because the gremlin is like doing gremlin things like we don't even actually know what he did to this guy it looks like he maybe ate maybe he ate part of his hand like maybe he ate his head we don't know we never see it
0: and he was moving around quickly and and showing up in different places which is more plausible or or using using the little syringe it's more plausible that this little thing was doing that stuff whereas attacking you with a chainsaw like that's that's a human thing it doesn't really work because it looks ridiculous when you show that on the screen this little tiny thing holding holding a chain, holding a, I don't know. It's
1: a little tiny some chainsaw. Some baby chainsaw yeah.
0: because you're like, I don't know what that is, like a handheld chainsaw thing. So just it's just stupid. You're just like, what is happening in this, in this scene? I don't know. Um, and there's just a lot of that crap. So that whole ending sucked. And so the climax is also really uninteresting as a result. Um, I, you know, it's fun to see Gizmo driving around, but that's about it.
1: Well, and it's not even that interesting because like we were talking about, Gizmo is not set up to have, like, a big moment, a big triumphant moment. They give it to him, but, like...
0: And you could imagine uh, even the setup for that, it sucked, but it could have been great. Like, he could have, like... We could have seen a lot more of him, like, wanting to drive the car. Like, when they get in the car, like, Gizmo could be, like, going like this with his hands to say, I want to drive the car... And then Billy's like, You can't drive the real car, buddy. Like, it's too big for you, or whatever, right? So, we know he really wanted to do that. And then he's in the toy thing, and we see him, and he looks over, and there's the car, right? We never got that shot where it was like, ah, and he's like, oh, you know, and his eyes get wide, and he's like, a car and he goes up to it and like runs his hand over it right that would have been such a great moment for the character we get none of it we didn't get the we don't get the setup for it we don't get the pay up for it he's just in a car driving around randomly for yeah, no reason because
1: apparently he watched a movie once that without knowing the context of the movie that he's watching yeah. you don't even understand why him driving a car is yeah. interesting like presumably he because he quotes something i he quotes from the movie so i'm assuming it was like there was something anyway it's just like yeah it's just it's just A lot of good. missed
0: opportunity in those things. I guess
1: one more thing I would mention is the music, uh, Jerry Goldsmith. I feel like mm. I like the theme, but it's very repetitive
0: yeah it is
1: um, but I think it's it fits
0: it's kind of like I said uh, when we when it kind of ended I was like it, it feels very Elfman-y it does yeah. I mean obviously Jerry Goldsmith is it's way before oompa, Danny oompa, Elfman
1: oompa, oompa yeah thing? but it's
0: like it's like the it's where Danny Elfman got his style from apparently uh, it's, is watching no, Gremlins it's not, it's not. Uh, uh,
1: I, I so, watched a video about where Dan, okay. Danny Elfman talked about where he got his style and it's okay. not from it wasn't from watching Gremlins it was as a not kid? from watching Gremlins, okay. Gremlins. Yeah. Um, so anyway um, that's, that's it for that I guess
0: That's Gremlins.
1: I believe next week we're going to be back with Cabin in the Woods.
0: I remember that one being rough, so... I see.
1: I remember... I only saw it once in the theater and I remember liking it, but I really like Joss Whedon's stuff.
0: I'm going to have to put on my thinking cap for that one because I remember having a lot of problems with the story on that one and if I'm as out to lunch as I was when watching Gremlins because I couldn't even fucking put together Gremlins, I'm going to have a lot of trouble talking about Cabin in the Woods. So I will try, I'll drink some caffeine and I'll pay close attention so okay. I won't be a space cadet like I was on Gremlins.
1: I've become like, I think in partly in just talking about movies with you, but also in, in making some stories, Yeah, I've become a lot more aware of the sort of like story nitpicks that you do. So yeah. I, I may have a very different feeling on the movie so we shall see we shall until then
0: watch the movies and have some trick or treats take it easy everybody
1: bye